Manx Radio Podcasts, powered by Shaw. Well, hello and welcome to this week's Countryside Programme with Simon Clark and Kiri Kermode. And, well, Kiri, what a fantastic two days it was at Great Meadow in Castletown for the 2017 Southern District Agricultural Society show, wasn't it? It really was. It was a beautiful day. The sun held out for the full two days. And what a variety of stock and exhibitions to see for everybody. Yeah, the um, it, it's. I always say it's grown quite a bit in in popularity. I think it's closer to some of the the major towns, and people are getting to know and support. I think and find out a lot of the stalls that are on display that are actually showing Manx produce because people are trying to make it a little bit on their own, aren't they, with stuff? So uh, as well as that, there was the exhibitions of farm machinery that were there every year, which uh, I still keeping me heart from a kid you know yeah. getting on the tractors and sitting and the vintage display of all the cars and that t- tractor when you walked in with the kenny cool had had running there gosh you know you, you wouldn't have paid a 10 pence for it and it was sitting there with the wheels rusted off it and sticking over like a sewing machine it's amazing and i had a look at it and thought it's, it's the you know is there going to be a new engine block in it or something where the engine's been done up no it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Those old tractors are absolutely brilliantly yeah. made, aren't oh, they? The old ones go forever, you they know. Do. Just remember that, Kerry. <laughs> and uh, of course, um, we look uh, look back at a great show, like we were saying, and to, to speak to the champions on the day and just get the, that reaction more or less straight away. It's uh, it's gobsmacking, isn't it? And it really is. Yeah. There's so much effort gone into preparing those animals. It's not just you know a handful of weeks beforehand. It's years of preparation, years of genetics and breeding, especially the Manx bred ones, you know the homebred ones. There's such a delight in parading those especially. And, and it's just a phenomenal exhibition at the end there. They could have stood up in any UK show, those, that top line-up. It was just a spectacle. Yeah, so here we are. Let's have the highlights of this year's show. Manx Radio's Countryside is brought to you by NFU Mutual. Well, you were heavily involved in the Southern District Agricultural Show, Kerry, you and your family and friends as well. And I was there uh, having a look around, chatting to some of the people as well. And, uh, of course, the Grand Parade at the end, which we'll come to later in the programme. But what a good show it was, wasn't it? It really was. Mm. And the weather held out something unbelievably. It was a scorcher. Yeah. You were... Firstly, because we were you were involved, of course, showing sheep and preparing them where, with your family. But there was uh, lots of good sheep around there, and you got a chat with some of the people around the sheep pens. There was. There was a great display of sheep on, and I went along to speak to Jane Shepherd, who was uh, competing in the Lockton section. Yes, I've had a good day, and it's been sunny, no rain, lots of interest in them. So, no, it's been a good day. So how many sheep did you bring here today? There seems to be a big pen full. 21 we brought. Oh, my word. <laughs> and does it take a long time to, to prepare them before the day? Yes, because you're selecting them a few weeks ago and then you do your final selection the day before. And then you've got to get up early, pen them, get them in. It's a long day, but very rewarding. nice. I love showing off our native sheep to the visitors so there's been quite a lot of interest from people on holiday here because they're they're unique but they are a very special sheep and you've got a lovely display of woolen products here today the wool we only started doing about four or five years ago and we've quickly realized the wool's more valuable than the meat 
and about 80% of our wool goes to America. So you've, you've had a good success here today. There's lots of ribbons on the gates. I've done okay. I didn't get the championship, but you can't expect that every year. But no, I'm very happy. I've got uh, four firsts. Jim, you got Scotch blackface champion, but also long wool champion as well. Yep, that's correct, Kiri. It's uh, one crop ewe, homebred, blackface sheep. She won here last year as a gimmer. And she's done well here today to win the Blackface Championship and the Longwall Championship. She looks a super sheep. She's got a little bit of sparkle about her. Yep, she's got a bit of style and she's the right type. She's got the right modern look for the Blackface. And uh, she's got a bit of length to her so, and carries herself well. So she shows herself off pretty well. To have a judge come from the UK, it must be quite intense. Oh, the competition's always good at the local shows and is quite intense. So it's worth bringing the judges in, especially for some of the breeds, which perhaps aren't always that well represented in Ireland. But... Uh, the particular judge we had today was a man called Malcolm uh, McCubra who won the Royal Highland Show this year, so well versed in uh, the qualities of blackface sheep. And what would he be looking for in particular? Because there's lots of variation within the Scottish blackface. There is, and there's a lot of fashion involved as well, different trends. So over the years we get different uh, trends coming through in the breed. At the moment there's a particular look that they're looking for, which I think this you has a sheep with a lot of character carries themselves well and shows themselves off in the ring and has the horns got anything to do with it at all well you want a blackface sheep that's got a good open head not too tight in the horn there's a tendency that some of them are getting a bit tight in the head i think these days but this sheep carries her head fairly well she's got a nice natural head and nice natural uh, line to her horns but she's she's also rearing a nice ewe lamb here today as well yep the ewe lamb was second in a class and will make a really nice gimmon i think to be fair and also you, you had other class winners as well ram lambs yep one with a top lamb and uh, one with a shield in you as well so uh, all in all quite a good day will kane congratulations on your champion locked in ewe lamb thank you what did you do to prepare her for today nothing at all she is as she is. Yep. Obviously, a lot of farmers, they prefer the more continental type of breeds. How come you keep native breeds at your farm? Because you've got to keep them going. It's, they're a nice breed to keep and they're nice to look at. Easy to lamb? Very easy to lamb. I see in the pen also you, you have a, a white face sheep. This is a, a cross locked in. Yeah. She's quite a bit bigger than the, the purebred ones. Is it a good way to, to keep the breed going? Yeah, they, they lamb well with crossbred lambs, so they're good growth rate and they make good use for replacements as well so and will all these sheep lamb outside yeah everything's lambed outside and we shouldn't have to lamb any lockdowns either we don't touch them they lamb themselves and leave them to it and where you farm in the south of the island is it hilly enough for them they find a way to make the hills and they like the cliffs we've yeah they love the cliffs as well so so was it stiff competition here at the southern show for you this year will yes there was plenty of competition in today and did you have any other breeds in as well yeah we had the herdwicks in are they a class on their own now or do they compete against the Lockton? The class on their own and then go in the Longwall Breeds for the championship. You don't see many Herdwicks on the Isle of Man. Do you think they're starting to take off? Yes, they're a novelty breed, so people are starting to enjoy them now. That was Will Kane, Jim Middleton and Jane Shepherd. Well, before the Grand Parade, I had a trip round the show field to various areas and caught up with some of the general exhibitors who were there. Firstly, I spoke to Fraser Houston, who did a polo display with the Treskillian Polo Club. It's our third season doing a uh, doing a demonstration at the Southern Show. Well, I've been down here before watching it, just across the road, I think, the last time, so it's a bit of home territory for you, of course. Yeah. But it just looks to me that you're all having a fantastic time, and the horses. Yes, yes. I mean, it's any job you do. 
do with horses, whether it be dressage, show jumping, polo, racing, whatever you want to do. You know, you can't make a horse do something that it doesn't want to do, you know. And if you are trying to make a horse do a job that it doesn't enjoy, it's not going to be very good at it, you know. So our guys, they, they really enjoy their work, you know. Yeah, so, no, it's a pleasure to see them doing their job. And, and with the club, it's, you know, it's just a real nice social social uh, friendly club you know we're, we're all meeting up for a barbecue it's not as pretentious as people would think it is you know what i mean it's <laughs> yeah. just nice friendly local people enjoying enjoying a great fun sport you know yeah. well dusty from cornthwaite it wouldn't be a show without a john deere exhibition would it no we we, uh, we tend to support every show which we can um, obviously here down in, down in the south and obviously one in, in patrick as well what's changing at the tractor here the big baler and the biggest hay turner are they still called hay turners yeah the tedders yeah they're now called the tedder yes yeah the biggest one i could find to bring to the island this time and of course the tractors nowadays what's new out on the latest ones obviously they've got shuttle controls for gears and things like that now you don't have to change gear all the time and new innovations are always happening yeah john deere are at the forefront of innovation um i'll be careful to say but uh, as for the next show we'll have a tractor there that is fully steer it'll steer itself completely Really? Yeah, it's completely you... automatic, to the width of probably two and a half centimetres. Really? Yeah. Is that all satellite Satellite, satellite guided, yeah. Yeah, mm. and yeah, with the right training and the equipment that's on the track that's coming to the Isle of Man and actually is going to stay here, you have the very latest technology and the very latest tractor. In full telematics, we can watch the tractor from the UK. We can watch the customer. Really? Still... But it still needs a man in it. It needs a man in it, yeah, it needs a man in it. <laughs> Uh, no muck spreader this year. No, no, surprisingly <laughs> enough, no. We still uh, selling them. We still sell them, yeah, mm-hmm. and they are being very popular. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, things of muck spreaders, they're very, they're very large, and again, you've got to make sure they're brand new before you bring them to a shop. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> well, we're down by the demonstration of the milking machine equipment now, and Sarah Cool from the Alaman Creameries. It's a busy time, I suppose, to show for yourselves to demonstrate what you've got. Yeah, absolutely. We've got this new tent here down by the demonstrations this year just to sort of tie it in a bit more with the with the cows and the end product. I think it sometimes gets a bit lost and people don't realise just how local and how fresh our product is compared to our competitors from England, so just trying to link it up. And Yeah, of course, they've demonstrated the, the milking off the cows here as well. And that's one thing that people who have never seen it for the first time, they're quite shocked that cows just standing there just enjoying it they sort of know when it's milking time don't they yeah absolutely we find at home that our cows there's often a few that like to get in the parlor first they're all barging each other out the way trying to get in there and you know they do genuinely enjoy it they want to be milked and um, it's something that we really do want to make sure the public understands that it's not painful and um, it's quite a natural a natural process that it just mimics a calf definitely something that we're pleased to show off to people and hopefully educate educate a few more well sarah cool from the isle of man creameries before that andrew hodgkinson some of the farmers will go who yes <laughs> dusty he's known as in the isle of man from cornthwaite and first of all i was talking to fraser houston from the ever-growing in popularity Triskillian polo club <laughs> Manx Radio's Countryside is brought to you by NFU Mutual. 
Well, we came eventually to the Grand Parade and you firstly spoke to Ned Kenyuk. I did. I spoke to Ned Kenyuk, the winner of the horse section, and he was absolutely delighted with his honours. Unbelievable. I never thought I would ever get to this stage. Really? We, what a magnificent we, horse you have. We've been coming here for 15 years and we've won odd prizes here and there, but we've always been supporters of the Southern Show and this is the crowning achievement to get into the Grand Parade. What did you have to go through to get to this Grand Parade, Ned? Oh, it's de- dedication, commitment. You know, it's not just a fortnight before the show. Total commitment and you want the, the end. I like to think that I've been given the privilege to take part in this as a supporter and not only that, but present an animal that's worthy of winning a prize and upholding the standard of stock tending the show. Well, congratulations, Ned. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. That was Ned Kenick, third reserve. Well, the second reserve on the day was the Massons family. Uh, their Holstein cow won the second reserve, and I caught up with Vicky Sloan Masson. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, just being really grateful to get out here, really, and in these last last lineup, it's really achievement, I think. Yeah. Well, how difficult was it picking the one you were going to have for this year's show? Well, last year's winner was an easy pick. Uh, this year, we decided we were going to retire her. We've had so much fun out of her, and we brought two cows here today and um, I think they're just as good as they're really um, yeah. yeah yeah no didn't really have much much bother picking and that's the the nice thing I suppose from your side of it is you're not going to persevere with the same old one you've got to try and, and see what if you can make them a little bit different is that, is that yeah, what you can yeah, do definitely that's what we're in it for we're trying to improve the breed all the time and uh, there's not much fun in just bringing the same one to the same shows each year <laughs> yeah you've got to excite it make it more exciting yeah and yeah. the nice thing as well because always like talking to you because he doesn't just buy them in for the shows either no, it happens in other places doesn't it definitely not no uh, these are these are homebred and uh, take great pride in that though they're, they're from bulls from around the world you know but they are homebred so well well done today anyway to there all right thank you very much vicky sloan masson there winning the second reserve along with her husband neil masson from ballot cricket at the ronig area and absolutely fantastic uh Holstein cow that they had on display there as well, so uh, it was very good. Second place was the Orisdale Farm. Do you know where that is? <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Kermode family, and Kiri was there holding that Texel U with great pride when it won the first reserve. Well done, the Kermode family, and well, you, you're meant to be helping me out, but of course you're a little bit busy there, and runner-up in the Southern District Agricultural Show, how's that? Oh, it's absolutely wonderful, Simon. It's so much effort goes into preparing an animal for any show, weeks, months beforehand, the feeding, the preparations, everything that goes into it, the staff at home that help the family, it's all support for the day, and for her to look the part and get through them classes against some fantastic sheep to win the overall sheep champion is absolutely brilliant and then to get reserve of the whole champion of champions was the icing on the cake really yeah when you looked around and uh, howard quail was picking the uh, the winner today of course man from a beef background i suppose the the favor was towards that but uh, to come runner up in that field that's right um howard's never been too keen on sheep i don't think so to get a reserve we were absolutely delighted she was a super heifer the champion as well and she would hold her own anywhere in the uk so it's this final lineup you could really really 
take them anywhere across in some of those big agricultural shows and they will hold their own. They're super credit to the Isle of Man. Yeah, and it's nice when I was talking to uh, you once before there, that there was a lot of people standing around asking questions about them, which was nice. That was lovely. The public this year have turned a massive interest, especially in the sheep section, asking why we colour the fleeces. You know, it's all cosmetic. It's to make them look good on the day. It's a show. They've got to sparkle. You dye your hair? This is it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, some of the questions were really good and how they want to support, support local as well. They want to know that we, we supply meat to the local butchers and supermarkets and and the bloodlines go off to the UK to be used in other pedigree stock as well. It is, people really want to know, so it's our job to, to show them. Well, it's not often you get to hear yourself, Kiri, uh, being oh, interviewed no. <laughs> after becoming uh, the first reserve at the one of the top agricultural shows on the Isle of Man. Well done. It was brilliant. It really was a great day for everybody, but to get through the classes and into that grand parade for whatever species you're showing is an absolute privilege. Yes, and it came to the supreme champion. Well, Howard Quayle went up and tapped the back of Lee and Tom Kane, who were showing their Limousin Heifer and become the Southern District Agricultural Show champion for 2017. I caught up with Lee uh, a day later to find out whether it had all sunk in. Yeah, it's uh, sunk in, yeah, absolutely delighted. Yeah, yeah. because um, on, the, on the back of the, the Royal Show 2016 champion and now, you know, the, the, the Southern champion, it's... Uh, Big honour to get two in a row, isn't it? Yeah, really pleased. I'd say we weren't expecting either, to be honest. Uh, the Royal was our, our first sort of time showing, really. So that was a major surprise. And then yesterday, got out in the main ring. Once it's the judges announced, you then think maybe you have got a chance, but not until then. And when Howard come out, I thought, well, he's a beef man at heart, so hopefully. And uh, yeah, it was great. It must be so encouraging for yourself. You've been involved in the young farmers and hanging around with the farming fraternity for years. To have your son now sort of being keen at it where a lot of people are going away from it. Yeah, it's great. Ellie's keen as well. She'll not quite as much as Tom, but she'll good to give her help at the farm. But Tom would be up. He'd be up every single day in the winter, every night. He'd be up there helping me feed up. Yeah, it's good. And it's not until you you do get involved that you realise how much hard work it takes to get animals to the show. A big team effort, isn't it? Family effort for yourselves. Yeah, got a great team. Sarah's a help as well. My dad has been really good. But Willie Hamilton has probably been the biggest help to us. Willie's shown stock for a long time and probably no one more knowledgeable about showing than Willie. He's good to clip them and it's just knowledge in the show ring is second to none. So now you've won Royal last year. Southern this year, the hat trick's on. <laughs> well, you have to get through the limousine class first, and um, I thought there was a real strong heifer class at the Southern. It's, it's the best I've seen while, while we've been showing. Richard Krukel had a great heifer there. Pippi had one as well. It was a real strong class, and it could have gone either way, I thought. It was real nice when I got home from the show. Um, Brian Lease, who's been, he's not been well at all, Brian, and he... I got a phone call off him Saturday night when I got home to congratulate us, and I thought that was really, really nice of him. Mm, it is. And tell us a little bit about your limousine heifer then. Yeah, the limousine heifer, it's, uh, she's called Straw Frank Lauren. She's just over two years old. She was the first heifer off me foundation cow, uh, Straw Frank Gloria. And she's by Goldie's Comet, which is a very successful bull. He sold for £38,000 at really? Carlisle. <laughs> So she's, yeah, she's in calf to calf December. She's in calf to Lodge Hamlet 
who's proven himself as well so hopefully we get a nice calf maybe lee kane reflecting just about uh, having it sinking in that their, their family is the 2017 southern district agricultural show uh supreme champion for this year and proudest punch and very very uh, proud and humble to to thank all his family and the people who had helped them as well with that a lot of hard work goes on behind the scenes back home in the preparation the halter training and all the feeding and getting the animal bang on for that show day so oh congratulations yeah, to them we went along and spoke to some of the organizers also while we were there and firstly i caught up with the judge for the day which surprised one or two people to see him with the different hat on a straw one at that that was howard quail i think for the size of the island the people of the isle of man can be very proud of the quality of livestock that we have on the isle of man it was tough that normally i i have a red hot favorite walking around but there was two or three there that it came down to little things that you know that I, I spotted or whatever that that's how I placed it but you know the limousine heifer I, I've, I've shown limousines on Ireland and off Ireland and the top line on that heifer I think that's probably what did it she had a beautiful top line it was a, a quality beast that the Alaman can be proud of that said the Texel U was again if, if you felt the, the back and the top line on that U it was exceptionally straight and wide and good but just starting to show her age maybe otherwise she might have pipped it for first but it was close with all of them really you're looking for tiny flaws to, to, to try and you know distinguish them because the standard is excellent i mean that that the dairy cow was, was marked a grade of 92 by the holstein society you know that's blooming high <laughs> so a, a really high standard on the isle of man we, we are very lucky yeah well enjoyed your your time as judge I did. It's probably more nerve-wracking for me because I know everyone involved and, and therefore you can't please everyone, but I, I gave it my best shot. Howard Quayle, the judge for the 2017 Southern District Agricultural Show, and it was nice to see him out smiling, no pressure on him. Well, don't know. <laughs> There's a few, I suppose, glaring channel, eyes pick from... mine, pick mine. <laughs> also, you spoke to uh, the president, didn't you? Yes, I caught up with a, a very relieved Charlie Vernon. He must have had a very busy day and uh, he was glad it was all over, I think. Oh, it's been brilliant. The weather's holed out beautifully. But it's some fantastic sunshine. I think I'm pretty sunburnt. It's been a great day. What an absolute spectacle of beautiful animals in this grand parade. Oh, indeed. Uh, Tom's done a fantastic job rearing that beast. And I think it's great to have Howard as our supreme judge as well. It's nice that Howard still has his love with the limousines. His champion here today was a super heifer. Oh, exactly. Um, we struggled to get Howard out of the cattle lines before. He was uh, very much in his element. Today, we're rounding off with a wonderful grand parade. It's a uh, dairy cow a sheep and a beautiful horse along with the limousine what you must be very proud oh definitely definitely it's been uh, hard work on the run-up to it but it's definitely all worth it team effort definitely definitely i was charlie vernon the president of the southern district agricultural show this is a nice setting down there you get the odd big plane flying over in the thick of it don't you but um it was it was great that uh, the the landowners uh, were, were there as well to, to have willing to have a chat with you that's right, a lot of work goes into preparing the show field and the car park and it's all done by the landowner Simon Riggle and his great team and I caught up with him to see how the day went. Well, it's great to have everybody here and what I love about this place, it, it sort of generates the spirit of Castletown and the south and indeed the whole island. There's obviously a lot of work gone into preparing this field and the car park field surrounding the farm you know, for this day. The only problem we have with the car parks is that we have to get the harvest done by three days before and I know that the committee were 
really in. They kept calling me saying, aren't you going to harvest? Aren't you going to harvest? I'm not going to harvest until it's ready. <laughs> <laughs> and we've had a glorious day here at Great Meadow. Well, I, I thank you all. And I think, I think, I think that it's great to, to be able to, to, to have this land, which my parents gave me for the show. That was Simon Riggle, Great Meadow Estate landowner. Well, there we are, a comprehensive look back at a very successful 2017 Southern District Agricultural Show. But that's not it for the shows for this year. The Royal Manx Agricultural Society show is going to be held at Nokalo Farm on Friday the 11th and Saturday the 12th of August. I caught up with Carol Kenyuk, who is in her first year as the new secretary for the Royal Manx Agricultural Society. And, well, I asked her firstly, when preparations start for the shows? As soon as um, the show is over, we start preparations again for the next show choosing judges, looking at classes that um, have been popular, classes that are not so popular, what we can introduce. We listen very much to the feedback that we get from all of the societies and organisations that work with us. Is that one of the things you just mentioned there about um, some of the classes that aren't mm-hmm. very well supported? And is that one of the sad things that the classes are there and people aren't going in them and, and they'll lose them? I mean, they, they can always be re- reintroduced. I think sometimes it's just a shift of what's popular at the time, what breeds they're in, what time um, farmers and um, what stock they have, what they want to bring. Same with the poultry. Um, we look at the arts and crafts every year and change the classes there to uh, match the moving trends. Of course, the fur and feather come in, things like that. I suppose you've got to keep an eye on all the things that, like sort of avian flu and all that that have happened, you know? Well, you do, but yeah. I mean, at the moment, because I've come into this halfway through the year, a lot of that had been sorted. But there's the Kennel Club as well. We have to be very um, hot on their rules. The British show jumping, we have to um, comply with them. Um, like you say, the f- fur and feather, it nearly put the clampers on one of our entertainment we've got the dog and ducks coming over from the uk and at one point we did actually think they wouldn't be able to come there's all sorts of entertainment and you try and Mm. obviously if if it's been popular and there's lots of crowds watching them the lumberjack things and all that that's happened in the past and the the shy horse with the carriages and you've got the i can't say the full thing because i might get it wrong but the stunt company thing yeah the stampede stunt company um are coming back again this year they were very very popular They've a new show that um, apparently has wowed the crowds in the UK with their tricks and the stunts that they do on the, on the horses. Like I say, we've got the dog and duck. Phil Gibbons is back with his falconry and lurcher racing. Spike Milton's crowd as well are back with the, um, the wood cutting. So there's a lot going on and we try to provide something for everybody to enjoy on the days that they yeah. come to visit. And it's nice to see that the um, the companies that are uh, selling tractors and farm machinery, mm-hmm. they're all still getting there because that just reminds me of childhood going to the shows. Well, the show has developed a great deal over the last well, few years, good years. The footfall has increased, so we know we have to provide something for everybody, but ultimately the Royal Manx is an agricultural show. As much as we develop the show, we maintain its tradition um, as much as we can. And it's uh, not done alone. I need support, I suppose. No, the show is built very much on teamwork. There's not one person at all that um, can say that they run the show or they um, that they're in charge. We obviously have supervisors of sections. We have to. But as I say, we've been at Nokalo for the last 10 days and John Quayle um, has marked out the field. And that's such a huge job to do. And actually, this is the first year, I believe, we're running out of space. Really? We've had to turn down trade stand applications. They've been so, so popular this year. Also popular is the light horse section. That's really grown. So much so, we've had to create another ring 
for uh, the carriage driving this year. Excellent uh, mm. news on that front. But of course, we turn up and people with stands plug in to the electric mm-hmm. that's there, the internet's there. There uh, must be a few people to thank. Oh, definitely. Our electrician is absolutely fantastic. He's great. I'm always on the end of the phone. Manx Telecom are one of our main sponsors. We really couldn't do the show um, without them. They provide the broadband, internet, and just generally good support. Um, our other main sponsor, Conlister Bank, are with us this year, and they are solely providing the cash prizes and sponsoring the Supreme Championship Awards. So it'll be good to see them there at the show this year. Carol Kenyuk there in her first year as the Secretary for the Royal Manx Agricultural Society, looking ahead to this year's show, which is on at Nokelo Farm on Friday the 11th and Saturday the 12th of August. And a reminder from some of the organisers from the Royal Manx show, if you've got any trophies at home, could you please get them back just in time for this year? Yes, because the people who are going to win them this year, hopefully, would be disappointed if there's no cup uh, to be received on the day. But I think they'll get them all there in the end, hopefully. There we go. Um, Looking ahead to the Royal Manx and before that, a comprehensive look at the 2017 Southern District Agricultural Show. Manx Radio's Countryside is brought to you by NFU Mutual. Well, a good look back at a a very good 2017 Southern District Agricultural Show there. Uh, The winners, the judges, the the landowners, we tried to get as as much in as we could. Uh, Of course, I was on my own a bit. Oh, you were? You you got one of the top prizes. (laughs) I'm very sorry. (laughs) I'll forgive you for that one. Uh, Well done to everyone involved. We mentioned at the start, a lot of work has gone into it. And, uh, well, it was well worth it for a lot of people. And uh, just got to look ahead uh, as uh, we spoke to Carol Kennick there, the new secretary of the Royal Manx agricultural show because that's happened on the 11th and 12th of august so that's uh, just about round the corner and that's going to be another big two days for the manx agricultural society so we'll leave it there for this week we'll be back at the same time next week so from me simon clark and me kiri kermode we'll see you next week Ta-da. bye-bye don't sit in the slow lane join the fast lane right now with shaw's all new super fast plus broadband Enjoy more bandwidth, amazing speeds and the best value on the island from just £23.95 per month. So don't be left behind. Get a piece of the high-speed action with Superfast Plus Broadband from Shaw. For details, visit our stores in Douglas, Ramsey and Port Erin or click shaw.com. Love being Shaw. Terms and conditions apply.